the dialers are being provided by the client. Um, the dialers could be like Ring Central, for example. Um, there's Dialpad, um, there's um, Grasshopper, and even Zoom. Zoom now has um, Zoom calls or Zoom phone, I guess. Anyway, today we're talking about VAs and frequently asked questions. Um, who better to ask those questions to than Gerard, the VA expert with Remote Assistant Scout? How you doing, Gerard? I'm great today. Thank you again for the opportunity to be invited here in your Loan Officer Growth Podcast. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, let's get started. Um, frequently asked questions on hiring a VA for a loan officer. So I guess the first question would be, what what can a VA do for me? What can a VA do to help me as a loan officer um, increase my business, give me more freedom? Like what, what are some of the things that you're seeing right now that loan officers are having their VAs do? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess there are top three activities that loan officers um, would delegate to um, virtual assistants. And uh, the number one or the top activity really is doing some phone calls. And, you know, these phone calls would entail, you know, calling out realtors, home buyers, clients. It's either um, present clients, new clients, past client database. So it doesn't really matter. And some loan officers would also delegate um, calls to um, divorce attorneys, um, investors, um, CPAs, um, to the virtual assistant as well. So that's really the number one activity that I've seen um, in most of our um, letter clients. And along with the phone calls, of course, would be, you know, email marketing, calendar management, and as well as, you know, CRM management. So CRM, that's either, you know, Salesforce, go high level, be in touch. So those are the most um, common CRMs that, you know, um, virtual assistants use. Um, there's also HubSpot. So I can say that those really are the top three to four activities that most of our lender clients um, are delegating to virtual assistants. So back to realtor calls and divorce attorneys and things like that. So basically they're calling to set up appointments for the loan officer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, um, setting appointments, these are cold calling. So literally what happens here is that um, loan officers would provide a list to the virtual assistants to call as well as a dialer. So these are, um, I guess this is also one of the frequently asked questions <clears throat> since that we um, outsource or vet candidates or virtual assistants here in the Philippines. I mean, how are they supposed to call people in the United States? So, um, the dialers are being provided by the client. Um, the dialers could be like Ring Central, for example. Um, there's Dialpad, um, there's um, Grasshopper, and even Zoom. Zoom now has um, Zoom calls or Zoom phone, I guess. And phone burner? Yeah, phone burner too. 
So um, typically, you know, cold calling this realtor, setting up those appointments, plotting them into their calendar, doing some rebuttals, facing objections. So if indeed you're somebody who is wanting to increase your realtor relationships and later, you know, increase your realtor um, referrals. And then this is one strategy that you could do and, you know, double yourself. I mean, if you're reluctant to do those um, cold calling and then a virtual assistant can stand in for you and do those phone calls. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And plus, no matter how busy you get as a loan officer, your calls are still getting done consistently. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, as I've mentioned previously, it's not just really about the, those realtor calls. I mean, um, those um, your virtual assistant could also act as, you know, a receptionist that, you know, that could take inbound calls for you. I guess it's been a practice by loan officers that um, or top producing op loan officers that, you know, they really need to answer or have somebody in the office and answer a call within, you know, five seconds. Right. And um, that is, you know, another effective strategy that they can do to, you know, to do some lead generation and get those clients right away working for you. Definitely. There's nothing worse than somebody calling and hitting voicemail. Mm -hmm. And I've done um, calling fast clients before as well. And, you know, trust me, there's really gold in it. But that would really depend in in your market if it's really a good time for refinancing. And then, you know, calling those fast client database. Or at least, you know, your clients who are, who were happy with your service, you know, that would be a huge thing for you guys. Oh, definitely. Very cool. Very cool. So, so you, you mentioned a little bit, like, where do we find, if I'm a loan officer thinking about hiring a virtual assistant, where do I find one? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of online channels where you can find a virtual assistant. So I guess the most common is Upwork. Upwork.com, U-P-W-O-R-K.com. Um, you can um, search for or vet candidates on your own or DIY, do it yourself. Um, not just really on the administrative tasks, but there are different um, areas as well where you can hire a virtual assistant for, like, you know, doing some digital marketing for you, video editing, um, social media. So there's a lot of talent there mm -hmm. in Upwork. Um, and another one would be onlinejobs.ph. And of course, Remote Assistant Scout. You know, we specialize in helping loan officers find their virtual assistant. And I guess, you know, that's our difference in the market because that is our niche. I've been a mortgage virtual assistant, so I know exactly the ins and outs of the mortgage industry. And I know and I understand how the mortgage industry works and how referrals is, you know, or building relationships is kind of important in this industry. Right. So let's say I have a VA, how do I pay them? Mm -hmm. So there are different channels in today's technology is pretty, you know, it's pretty easy. I mean, there's PayPal, there's, um, zoom.com um zoom that is spelled out x o o m.com and um actually we don't do venmo we don't have venmo here in the philippines that is you know the most common question as well we don't do venmo we don't have zelle but there are alternatives on there like paypal zoom.com remitly and um there's another one that wise? i could not remember wise, wise. yeah 
wise.com w-i-s-e yeah that's actually a really good one So, and for parents, um, you would never believe it, but you know, um, the standard rate of virtual assistant nowadays, especially if the activities would just really entail on the admin stuff, like you know, with the phone calls, with the emails, um, CRM management, calendar management, or maybe a bit of basic social media, they may typically run between five to seven dollars per hour, depending on their experiences. However, if you're wanting a technical VA, technical means you know, social media or, you know, the advanced social media, creating graphics for you, video editing, YouTube management, or, you know, SEOs or Facebook ads, you know, they may run typically between 10 to $12 per hour, just okay. for your information. Yep. So five to $7 an hour for a good uh, caller mm -hmm. and admin, uh, somebody that can answer the phones. Mm -hmm. um, that's awesome. So what, a lot of a lot of loan officers will ask, you know, that seems really low. You know, what? Why is that? Mm -hmm. uh, um, actually, we have a different. Um, I don't know how to put it in words, but um, what I can share, guys, is that this is a very, you know, a good offer to virtual assistants because, for example, you could just really expect or. A blue collar worker here in the Philippines, you know, the starting rate um, per day is just really around mm, around eight eight dollars per hour. I mean, per day, or okay. possibly eight to ten per day. So compared that to the offer of you know five dollars per hour, so if you're going to multiply it by ten on a full time basis, and then that's already forty compared to $8 or $10 per day. Right. So the cost of living is very different in the Philippines. Yeah. The, um, that's interesting. Yeah. The, the other opportunity or benefit of the virtual assistant is they get to work from home, right? So they're working mm -hmm. from their home office. Yes. So this is something that we, um, we, we always check that they have their own dedicated office for working and, you know, there's really no outside noise whatsoever. And since they're doing phone calls, so they're expected to have their own headset. So these are the items that are being provided by the virtual assistant. So the technology will be from their end, the internet connection, computers, headset. This is something that, you know, clients don't need to provide. Yep. So Perfect. they're expected to be fully equipped with the right technology for working. Nice. And so do they work the graveyard shift? They work the same hours as we would work? Like, let's say we're Eastern or Central time. Yeah. When would the VAs work? Yep. So they're expected to work during your um, United States um, operational hours. So typically virtual assistants working for us clients, we work on a graveyard shift. So right now it's 1124 PM here in the Philippines, which would translate to 1024 AM in Texas. Okay. However, you know, um, typically uh, for, for, for example, there could be um, tasks that would not really require them to work on your operational hours. So some virtual assistants could work daytime here. 
and not on a graveyard shift. But if the activities would really entail coordinating with clients, calling realtors, you know, so they're expected to work okay. on your operational hours. Very cool. So let me think of some other questions that people typically ask. Um, do they, do you have, do they do you have a contract with them? How does that work? Um no, basically um that would depend on the situation. For example, if you are working with an agency who manages a virtual assistant and then there's sort of a contract. I believe there's a one month or or two month contract with them. However, if we're going to hire be hiring directly and then you know, it's very usual that there's really no contract in between, except if you want to do some confidentiality clauses for your protection and for the and for your company's protection, and then you can you can do provide a contract. But I guess you know your question is leaning towards a locked in period, so there's really no locked in period here. So that's a downside of working as a virtual assistant because we could have this great job now with you know great pay but you know we don't know maybe next week we don't have that kind of opportunity right but it also so there's no locking period but for contracts you know that would just depend on you but contract is really leading towards you know those confidentiality clauses yep it also works in the benefit like if if somebody's not working out you're not, mm -hmm. you know, the loan officer is not under contract to keep them because it, oh, no. it's the same here in the U S if, if somebody's not doing their job, they're going to end up getting fired. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. So let's say I'm a loan officer and I only want a VA to work two hours a day. Is that possible? Yes, it is possible. That is, you know, um, like the expected minimum hours that a virtual assistant could actually work for each client. However, you know, for expectation, since, you know, there's just, you know, the minimum hours, so you could expect the virtual assistant is kind of like working with somebody else. You know what I mean? You are sharing um, the virtual assistant because for economic reasons, of course, you know, the virtual assistant needs to complete the eight or 10 hour workload each day. So um, sometimes you can really expect them to work on your specific hours. Like, for example, right. phone calls to realtors is is being recommended to be done in the morning, right? So sometimes if we are on a 10-hour rate or offer and then you, could, you may need to be, you know, open to having virtual assistants who could work in the afternoons for you and do the phone call. So basically, you can, like you with Remote Assistant Scout, you could help a loan officer find somebody that works two hours a day or four hours a day or oh, six yeah. hours a day, whatever mm -hmm. they're kind of looking for. Mm -hmm. um, um, as a matter of fact, in the last three months, I guess 80% or 75% of our clients are wanting to hire virtual assistants for 10 hours per week or two hours per day. Oh, two hours a day and 10 hours a week total. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes it could be split. Like um, I've hired or we've helped loan officers who's wanting to have the VA work 10 hours per week. But um, like the VA needs to work like three, three hours each day instead. Or 
three hours Mondays through Wednesdays and then an hour on a Thursday, if that makes sense, depending on the virtual assistant schedule too. So let's say you help me hire a VA. How do I get them trained? So our team does the training. So uh, it's actually included in our package because then again, um, this is one of the expectations that we set to each client that at the end of the day, we cannot guarantee that the virtual assistant would have an actual mortgage experience or at least, you know, experience working with mortgage lenders. Right. So depending on the task, really, but um, we train on getting the virtual assistant do the phone calls either through a loan officer, I mean, um, to realtors as well as, you know, to home buyers. So it's included into the package that we provide. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to make it a lot easier, <laughs> because typically, you know, loan officers don't really have the time to train virtual assistants, right? Yep. So, and so, so how do I, how would I manage their tasks? Mm -hmm. So there's really a lot of platforms available to manage or, you know, to um, delegate tasks at a virtual assistant, at least, you know, in an organized level. So we have Asana, A-S-A-N-A. So you guys can check it out. So Asana is a platform wherein, you know, you can assign tasks with a virtual assistant along with the deadlines. So it comes with, you know, with commentaries on there and the virtual assistant could basically click a button that says it's done. And then you'll be alerted that in real time by email that, you know, this activity has been done by the virtual assistant already or has been accomplished. And at the end of the day, you could actually see that, you know, that there would be um, tasks that are completed, undone, in process. So there's kind of like that feature in Asana. And again, you know, um, at the end of the day, it's just really all about results, right? So, for example, you know, before the day would start or before the VA's day um, would start, so you could send them some, some delegation or at least, you know, a, for example, a list of people to call. And then it's quite expected from the virtual assistant to send you guys an end of day report. So this is non-negotiable. And, you know, this would give them that atmosphere of accountability that, you know, I need to provide results for my clients, you know what I mean? And set your standards from there. Right. So um, those are, you know, um, ways that you can manage a virtual assistant, because then again, we are working remotely. And <clears throat> on a virtual assistant standpoint, they're expected to work independently, or at least, you know, without 100% supervision right. from the client. And that's really the idea. So that's the ideal working relationship of clients in the United States and as well as, you know, virtual assistants that you can just assign tasks um, before their day start and starts and, you know, get everything completed at the end of the day with output, with feedback and what have you. Yeah, I love the end of day report. So, you know, exactly what got accomplished for that day. Mm hmm. Because really it is. Yeah, it's it's just about the results. That's what matters. Mm -hmm. And there are also platforms like, you know, timedoctor.com where, you know, it takes screenshots of of the virtual assistant's computer and, you know, tracked their activities all throughout the day. But this is something that we can we don't recommend because who likes being monitored like whole day on what's right. happening on your computer, right? In reality, you you yourself as a client, you don't want to be 
monitored by your company as to what your activities are. But for as long right. as you know they provide the actual expected results, and then you know everything is totally all right. Yep, all that matters is the results. Mm -hmm. But it's case to case basis. <laughs> People hmm. are different. True. Very true. So what about, um, I know we don't have much more time, but what about accents? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's a very usual question. Um, I guess accents is really a subjective thing, but um, we hold or my or our agency hold high standards in terms of the English language. And um, English is um, a medium of instruction here in the Philippines since childhood or since, you know, um, elementary days here in the Philippines. So everybody speaks English here very well. But yeah. I guess with the accent, it's, you know, it's sort of like um, an objective thing. I, I I could still remember one client who's living in a state where there's really no diversity. So she was very specific about, you know, um, the accents and what have you. So... Yeah, that's a valid question, really. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because I've found there's so many VAs in the Philippines that I would think they were just sitting in the desk next to me here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I can't tell any kind of accent. And then, you know, but we all we've all gotten phone calls through some company and it sounds like they're not here um, mm -hmm. but I think a lot of that is the is the sound of the you know them maybe not having a really good headset or I don't know but I haven't I haven't seen any issues like that myself mm -hmm. so that's the reason why it's really quite a requirement to have like you know a quiet environment and a good working headset Right. Um, for the virtual assistant. And and again, you know, I just have to reiterate that we hold high standards in terms of the English language or the way that, you know, the virtual assistant would converse, Um, you know, especially in the interviews. I right. mean, yourself would determine, I mean, it's really part of the application process that these candidates would be sending out their voice recordings. So at least you guys would have a preview as to how, they sound and basically, you know, we can just do a mock call later and see how they would go right? with the call flow. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do at Remote Assistant Scout? Like not what you do, but the, the process. If I'm a loan officer and I'm, I talk to you and I want to hire you to help me find a VA, what, what are you, what are you going to do? How, how's that process look? Yeah, so typically, you know, um, again, we only place virtual assistants um, to um, loan officer clients. So moving forward, the virtual assistant would be working directly with you and your team. So we won't be having any access to any of your database, to any of your workflow, to any of your contact or, or client's contact information. Um, later, literally, that would just do you and the virtual assistant. So what we do here is we vet candidates um, depending on the client's needs. And um, we usually send the top three to five candidates um, to our clients, along with the candidates' resumes, their voice recordings, and disc profiles for your review. 
And after a review, you can decide from there as to whether, hey, Gerard, you know, just want to speak to everybody and give them equal chances. Or, hey, Gerard, I'm just interested in speaking to two people or one person, totally up to you. And after that, you know, we could set up everything for the final interviews with the preferred candidates. You know, um, we conduct final interviews via Zoom conference. And typically, the preferred candidates will just be hopping into our conference one after the other. We'll be there. Our team will be there assisting you with questions. Um, if you don't know it, um, if you don't know what to ask, and we could also send you the list of several questions that you guys could look into for reference and information. And then after the interviews, you know, that's where we finalize the offer, set the start date for the VA, and we're good to go. And also, and then, we do the training again. Yes. So the training actually commences um, during the first three days of the virtual assistant working with you. So we'll be spending four hours each day with a virtual assistant. There's a total of 12 hours, and that's already included in the package. So no extra cost to it. Very cool. So what, um, what, did, I, what did I forget to ask you? Anything? Can you think of anything? Or did we pretty much cover it? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we we covered the major questions. Yes. That loan officers would typically ask me during our uh what you call this strategy. So let's call. say let's say they're interested in contacting you and setting up a strategy call. How would they go about doing that? Yes, um, you can go to um www.remoteassistancecout.com. So that is spelled out R-E-O-R-E-M-O-T-E assistant scout S-O-S-C-O-U-T dot com. Cool. There will be a link that's going to be provided under this page. Nice. So they can get a free strategy call, talk to the team. Um see what uh, they might be able to do to help them. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it was sort of a, a, as a consultation call if this would indeed something that you could do and work for a business. So. Very cool. Okay. Again, thank you, Gerard. Gerard with RemoteAssistantScout.com. Um, it is awesome having you on great at, you know, you answering frequently asked questions. We'll probably, we're going to have to do this again. Cause I know there's so many more different questions that I didn't touch on. Um, so we'll do a, we'll do a part two coming up soon. Thank you again for today. And yeah, you guys can check out again, www.remoteassistantscout.com. And our team is on, is on standby to answer any questions that you may have. Awesome. Thank you, Gerard.